Nice to see your beautiful faces. Thank you for showing up. This is very interesting, this course. And just so you know, what you thought you were showing up for is not happening. In true spirit fashion, they love surprises. They don't like plans. I used to love plans, checklists worked for me. I got everything done. Yeah, well, 5D wants like none of that. They love the present. And I got schooled in this course all day, just so you know. And when I mean schooled, I took my spiritual toolbox and had to dump it today. As I breathed through all of this, having a course prepared for tonight, only to find out four hours ago, no, you're bringing in something completely new. Oh, and you need to do 25 slides for it too. And pictures that I need him to draw and coordinate with someone who actually wasn't available for most of the day. It was an impossible feat. And this is why I know it wasn't me. That all it wasn't, it wasn't me. It wasn't him. There are most certainly some higher powers at play here. So the course has changed. We are not sidestepping the little use. Please be clear. They just deserve a bigger introduction. So that's what this course is doing is it's now called the power of we. Because we mentioned in the prelude to this course that there are higher powers that are stepping forward right now and guiding us. And part of that is to help our loved ones understand the importance of the little you work that needs to be done to get to where you want to go. You can't ignore it. You can't dismiss it. It's not something you can skip. It's not a paperwork thing. It's very precise. And with that, we have been guided to be able to set a bit more of a foundation so that you loved ones know why we're bringing this in, why this is really the next level of the Truth With Equity series as far as the light team so that you can understand your position, which you know in the game that you are, and how you can transition and transmute and transcend yourself to the different dimensions and levels that you want to go. And if you want equity, that is in 5D. So if you're in 3D, you don't get to 5D by doing paperwork. It doesn't work that way, loved ones. That's why no one's paperwork is working. It's very simple. And speaking of paperwork, this is the reason I grabbed this one, because divergence needs to put a few things on the record before we believe some things are going to happen. And it takes a lot of faith and trust to stand in a position to say, this is what we believe, and to be bold as lions and bring through all of these messages before we have evidence because everyone jumps on board once you have evidence. Everyone's saying, oh, well, good luck with that. Hope everything works out. 
Let me know how it goes. Yeah, I bet you want to know how it goes. But if you don't invest your time, your effort, your trust, your faith in this, it's going to be harder for you when you want to come through. Because when you trust beforehand, that's, that's karmic credit. That counts for way more than when you have proof and you're asking for it. And so with that, Darren is going to speak to some very important paperwork that Divergence has just submitted. And so with that, Darren, please speak to that. Okay, so scripture refers to an event known as the Jubilee a number of times. What is the Jubilee? Technically, it's every seven years a man's and a woman's debts are forgiven, whether you owe your neighbor, whatever, or he owes you. doesn't matter where it's at in the contract. It's, it's literally voided. You start again. So as luck would have it, when we volunteer to become public citizens, we waive the right to our jubilee. We're not entitled to it. So show me someone who, was, who got a letter in the mail and said, oh, congratulations, you just had all your debts wiped out after the seven years. No, I see, this, this doesn't work. The Jubilee is supposed to be an important event in history right now kind of story because this is going to take, from everything that I've looked at, this takes an, an, an individual, private, who's not an agent of the government and is a not-for-profit entity. You put these two elements together, this is something that the government or the legal system calls the administrator. I've talked about the administrator in our earlier think tank days. And what the administrator position technically is, is saying, hey, a man or a woman who's not an agent of the government does something technically with their birth certificate to put them in a position where they now are able to unite others with unclaimed property or abandoned property. This administrator starts out at the provincial level. And again, this is approved through the attorney general's office. So what's happened here with our paperwork is I've submitted my own personal trust, plus I've created the divergence trust. The divergence trust is going to act as the administrative body that acts as a broker between the public and those in the public who want or desire to be reunited with their personal property, unclaimed property, but they don't quite know how to do it by themselves. And again, that is a mere, that is a mountain of headache, stress, all the dark stuff. Yes, it's a nice learning curve, but what I'm suggesting here now, loved ones, is that now we're at a position where I believe that divergence and what our mandate is proposing is that we become the administrators we take funding that's held by the government and now we put it back into the rightful hands of those who claim they're entitled to it. So this is a big undertaking. Again, this was a 19-page security and administrative agreement. This sort of like a trust expression that had to get put together by myself, submitted to the Attorney General. This just happened about five-ish days ago. This is all in order to what? Trigger the Jubilee event. Now I'm talking the big one, not just Miss Elizabeth there putting on her fancy robe and walking down the aisle. Way bigger. Yeah, no, no, no. This is about for everyone's debts to be discharged who desires such a thing. Again, 
<laughs> I'm going to suggest that even when this thing is on board and rolling, there's going to be the skeptics out there who still want nothing to do with it. And they're going to think that this is crazy. Well, problem is we dispel the entire craziness of this because, again, this is a government appointed position. The attorney general's law office literally appoints me to be the administrator of my personal trust, which I use to fund the divergence trust to now help navigate and refurbish or restore the planet the way that we were all talking about doing. Something has to trigger this event. Again, I believe firmly it cannot be the queen herself. She just can't roll forward and say, I declare all, all debts to be null and void. I think it takes an underlying triggering event that gives her the power to do that. When everyone out there is a public citizen, she has no cause to even trigger such an event. There has to be some righteous individuals with charitable hearted spirits come forward and do something. I don't want to even call this ridiculous because that's not ridiculous. I, this is all pulled out of the Unclaimed Property Act here in British Columbia. It's only three or four or five-ish pages long, but it's very substantial. It's very encompassing. And once you do everything within this one particular act, it opens the door for an event like the Jubilee. Now, we sent the first primary trust off to the Minister of Finance to secure the funding. We waited 45 days. And then I punched this administrative agreement through to the Attorney General's office saying, hey, look, we got a trust over here. No one disclaimed it. And I don't believe anyone can or will. Therefore, put this through. And I had, trust me, loved ones, I have all over this document. The intent of this is to discharge jet debt generally. This is to trigger the jubilee. It's replete. It's throughout. So I'm just going to go out on a limb here and suggest if there is no mention of it tomorrow publicly during Her Majesty's Jubilee speech or yes, well, I don't even know what today is. It's on the 5th. It's on the 5th. So if there's no mention of this at that public event, trust me, there are things going on in the background that will enable such a thing to happen in the very near future anyway. You'll but start seeing a little miracles here and there. This is what I am. We are ramming through. And you'll find that kindergarten and the elemental class here ties in a lot with this because there is so much spirituality connected to what we are doing. It is so much more than just this stuff. I'm also throwing it out there that this stuff right here, it encompasses everybody. The government wants me, us, divergence, to make a public service available to the public. Hey, do you wish to be reunited with your property? Sign here or click this link or send in the application. Boom. So this is where I expect to get flooded with applications. We literally have to design the application. We have to make sure it's publicly available. And I'm suggesting that's global. That's not just Canada, British Columbia. Nope. As a matter of fact, this act also enables divergence to have a global jurisdictional reach. It's not just provincial and it's not just national. It opens all the doors for everyone. So this opens all kinds of cans of op opportunities and awesomeness. Lots to rejoice about. Lots going on. But although it was right at the last minute, we got everything in on time. And given the substantial nature of the events that just took place, I think they do have enough time to make some serious decisions and say, yeah, this guy is talking about himself and a whack of others behind him. So clearly these people are not going to stop. And, and judging by that, okay, that one, that one agreement that I created, okay, that was 19 pages. The other one was 16, a couple of cover letters in there in between and all, you know, there's so much is it's heavy with substance. It's heavy with spirituality. And we cornered them. We, caught, we, we got them. This will be the triggering event. Now, everybody, 
starts to claim their interest. Divergence acts as a broker, and now we put them into possession of their dominion, technically, is what we're talking about. Again, it's not just money. I'm not just always talking about money. I'm talking about dominion. That's where we separate ourselves from the legal system and say, yeah, I would like to sit on the right hand with father and not fornicate with the dead things anymore. Ta-da! Separating yourself from legal means you're born again. You are raised from the dead. That's That's your resurrection, your baptism. It's the baptism. Again. The Bible speaks to this. a, A lot of loved ones and even family members of mine, again, recently, they would have a brand new baby boy or girl. And within X amount of days, they take such and have the baptism. It's like, wow, you just kind of circumvented the whole process where that little guy or girl is about to, you know, make an application for a social citizen number at some point and re-enter the the game of sin. And now they've already used up their baptism. So now what? Oh, not a good spot to be in. I'm thinking we got to be careful with all these little things. We think our hearts, you know, our hearts are in the right place. But again, we're lacking a lot of direction. We're lacking a lot of principle we're lacking a lot of knowledge that really needs to be discussed and we're going to start tearing into it right about now spirit is gonna just i mean blow your hair back it is gonna be a course that you have to watch over and over again this came in so fast we didn't even have a chance to go over it again so yeah so excuse us if there's any little Oopsie doopses and flaws and oh, I think wrong. You nailed it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's, Let's just go with that. Sure. Okay. So, loved ones, this is going to be part one of. <laughs> I'm going to stop saying part one of part two. It's part one. That's as much information as I know in this present moment. And part one is going to be talking about the power of we, so you can understand the importance of yourself in this. And you have front row seats to hearing this. So if you're not getting the message, here it is. You're in the dark team, but you're supposed to be on the light team. You're the show right now in the universe. Everyone and every species and everything is watching us right now. This is the most important monumental time ever to exist. It is a pivotal moment in mankind's history right now. And you better hope and pray that this is what happens or we're all in a lot of trouble, loved ones. So start feeding this and and stop naysaying and putting negative energy. We need to feed the light And everything is being recorded. How you fed this event. What character and role you played. If you were the Judas of the stories. We got a couple of those. (laughs) Actually, more than that. (laughs) But we don't have to judge you. They're gonna. They're the best judges of all of this. And that's why this is part one. Part two is going to be about a galactic healing meditation that is going to be coming in after the little you meditations. This is layered. We swung the gauntlet very far in the side of equity and the 30% and the paperwork. Well, in our opinion and in our vibration, that's, that's taken care of now for you. Yeah. Just let me insert here right now. That means it's done. 
is taken care of. So everyone literally doesn't have to worry about doing the paperwork no more. All we really are going to have to worry about now is filling out a one or two or three page application. Why am I entitled to my property? And how can I prove that chunk is mine? There. That's all that this thing's going to be. All the tough work has been done. And you know what? That's kind of how it should have been. If the fact that you're here means your heart is in the right place and that spiritually is good enough. Here's the thing about the garden. By the time you get to the place where you're filling out our application, you have been tested. We don't have to necessarily judge you because your ability to be able to sign and to be able to apply and to be a part of this next step is going to be in complete relation to your vibration. That's the best part. So everyone and everything is watching. Earth School is the number one rated reality series of all. <laughs> Just so you know. And like Darren said, the Bible speaks to this. These are the last days of this world. Good. Don't hang on to it. It's a broken system. And in these five days, we have had some amazing visitations and some wonderful messages that have come through. And one of them that came through, which is why this whole course was inspired, is Spirit said, we must get lighter. We must get lighter. And you know how light you are by how much light you're emitting, how many problems you have. Go look at yourself. It's easy to see what the world sees. How much you're able to bring in. And if you're being depleted, you're going to look drained. You're going to have dark circles. You're going to have little to no glow. So it's about anchors, loved ones. It's about getting unstuck, stopping these ridiculous, crazy lessons that just keep repeating over and over and there is a message that came in about a karmic loop that all of us are in right now there's a reason there's a waiting list for earth school there's a whole bunch of us why is there a waiting list we're all stuck in a karmic loops but we're going to have more messages coming on that later and so just one moment here loved ones i got to switch over and bring on my screen
Okay, loved ones, I'm just gonna make this as big as I can so you can see these slides. And so Darren spoke to the fact of how the paperwork's done. So what happens when the paperwork's done? Now, they're showing me that alone is gonna cause a disturbance in the force, in the world, and that's okay. You have to look at why that's disturbing you because the universe doesn't make mistakes and nor does spirit. Now, when we actually are gonna move on to our outline here. So we talked about our updates. These are going to be the main points that we're gonna be hitting today. And the first one is the trap of attachment. This is big family. When you see the cause of what's keeping you out of the garden, this is about being able to, first of all, become aware and then detach from them. And we're going to teach you and show you how. We're going to talk about what's in your light code. This is, again, new information that was brought into us. And we are also going to talk about what is 4D and what do you learn there? This is going to be very powerful. We got a whole bunch of his drawings that came in to give you that visual to help add a little bit of humor to the mix because again talking about this stuff can be a little depressing it's, it's like ah but again the more knowledge we have about it the more we can use to get us out of this mess and so let's talk about what is attachment now as i was talking about this darren mentioned how it's something called a condition of the mind can you speak to that please Okay, so we know when we, anytime we start with a word with the prefix con, we know that this is already going sideways. And if you actually did some Googling to find out what the definition or the meaning of the word dition is, it's actually Latin or Greek for dominion. It literally says you've been conned out of your dominion. And your mind, your dement, the mind again in Latin. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, this already doesn't feel very good. See, so again, a con, contract, this isn't the, where we want to be. This is already feeling kind of, yeah, no, we've got to hit the eject button already. So attachment, if, if you just simply look at the word attachment, if you kind of look at an ad, uh, look at ache of your mind. Oh. That one blew me away. I was like, wow. Oh, that's why I got a headache all the time. Oh, my mind is always aching because I'm attached to garbage. And I'm thinking about other people because I'm attached to them. They're pulling me in all the time to their energies. And to be honest, loved ones, these are two of probably, I'm going to say the most five important words that we deal with, attachment and assignment. Two of the five. Look at assignment. So it's a sign, either from heaven or from somewhere else, nice and toasty warm, <laughs> imprinting your mind. It's a sign for your mind. And when, you're, when your mind has been assigned, technically your mind kind of follows suit for some reason, and your heart has no problem believing it for some reason. Uh, or problems. And think about that. You've assigned your mind somewhere else. That's double-minded. If not, however many attachments you have, that's how minded, unminded you are. Think about that. Which means you're very undivided. Or sorry, you're very divided, I should say. And I wanted to talk about this because this was a word that Darren used prevalently throughout his last paperwork was a word called undivided. So when we're dealing with interests and portions of interests, we technically, if we're trying to get nice and clean, 
and surrender and render and dispose of and all do you really want to hang on to any little bit residual little piece or just a little portion is it a nugget no we want to be dealing with undivided i'm sending the whole thing and i haven't missed any speck of nothing the whole thing's being going this is important how can you expect to be cleansed in the sight of the lord and the holy spirit and all that good stuff when you have a secret agreement with yourself over here, we say, yeah, but I'm still going to hold on to 10% because just in case I want to fornicate with sin again. Uh, you see how that just kind of exploded right in your face? No. You see how with enough knowledge of wisdom and practice, effort, time, hours spent doing this stuff, you kind of will, there's nothing that would ever, ever, ever convince you at this point to go back to Egypt. As ludicrous as that sounds. Most of us go to sleep attached to other people, completely divided. This is why Divergence has put out meditations and courses so you can learn how to cut those cords, send them back with love, take yours back that you're feeding dysfunctionally from, and start feeding from natural sources. This is very important. And as Darren and I were bringing this in, he, he brought in something about by attaching to people, places, and things, you're choosing to write a check, an energetic check, which is a cord from you, from your energetic bank account to someone else's. And you're agreeing to transfer some type of value currency also known as your life energy oh and you are authorizing complete approved you're agreeing for this transaction to occur and spirit actually said this is what happens when you engage your wars and they gave me a vision and i'm going to be speaking a lot to visions because i got a ton of them in this course and they showed me we wake up and we have to remember who we're mad at <laughs> so we can engage in oh, our walls and send our spells and our anger it's exhausting you wake up after sleep which is usually not enough anyways only to go out engaging your wars unprotected drained and just in a constant state of pre-authorized transactions that are coming out of your system because you feel that you've com committed to putting that energy in place. So this was very powerful, loved ones, when we realized this because it's a trap. Attachment's a trap. It creates problems. It creates complication. And this is where I want to speak very quickly to another message because there's a lot of people that love helping people. They just love people. And as I was listening to this, Spirit just showed me a vision. And they said, what are people? They said, the game is so good to making you attach to the face. We're all attached to one another's faces and we're, we're not seeing, we're missing what's underneath it for who and what 
these roles are, who, what, what they're meant to be for us. And we've referred to this as a meat suit. Now, it's meant to be a little disruptive and disturbing. It's, it's a visual that gives, is, you have no questions about. And we do this on purpose. So don't attach to that either, loved ones. Don't attach. The system loves it when we attach to things and people. Because the more that you attach to other things and people, the less together you are with yourself. How can you be whole, complete, grounded, centered, able to get your messages clear when you are outbound? So that's going to take us to a quote that we put up for our private family, for our queens. We even put it up for our public family. We this is the first quote that went across the board because of its mixed opinions and reviews. And it was interesting to see how people responded and reacted more importantly to this. And again, it was all over the map. It said, people can't help other people if they have too many of their own problems. They can't do what's right for the planet if they can't do what's right for themselves. Now, we have loved ones among us that understand the importance of staying in your own lane, doing your own work. But there are some that feel that you should be able to help in any situation. We had loved ones illustrate extremes of the scenario of opening a door, being kind, using your manners for helping. And then we had others use illustrations of babies falling out of buildings where people would move them to get around. I mean, atrocious, horrible. But that just goes to show you the state of where and the, the amount of problems people have. So we have to kind of look at, yes, the extremes. However, let's just look at each and every one of you who's watching this right now and your problems. If you have too many problems, you're not doing something right. We're gonna really start holding a mirror so that you can learn how to hold this for yourself, so you can do this work on your own, but feel the disturbances, feel what comes up. Find words for these emotions, jot them down. It's meant to happen, we're doing this on purpose. So this is why we wanna go into problems clarified. Clarified, pardon me. <laughs> I went to type it, clarified, and they went, say clarified. Way better. Talk about an upgrade. So look, your outside world is a complete reflection of your inside world. If this is news to you, heads up. They're actually circling. People have road rage. Heads up. If you're waking up in the morning, you're starting off with road rage. That's how you're waking up in rage. So if you're a mess, your outside world will be a mess. It can happen no other way. If you don't believe us, go be messes. See what happens. It's, this is what's beautiful about the universe. 
it will hold that energy. Your problems are reads from the game on how well you're playing, how much you're getting right. If you have a bunch of problems, you're not playing so good. You're making some bad moves, bad choices, misaligned. If your choices are in alignment and sync with what's right, you will have little to no problems. And let, can you speak to the recovery aspect of this, please? Recovery is super, super significant at this stage of what we're trying to do here because it it, it preloads the situation. Again, I love using this phrase now. It, it sets the stage for, hey, I'm about to get burnt. I'm probably going to go down with the plane for a moment, but watch how fast I can recover. Zing, and you pull right out of it. Ah, you just walked into a fire and you walked out because you exercised some tools. You brought some knowledge and wisdom with you, probably some past experiences. And, and you overcame. You didn't get sucked into that vortex and you're sitting there spinning. Nope, you rose above. That is the 5D spirituality that we're all trying to unlock here so that we can lead this more peaceful lifestyle. The reasons we're not exercising this choice is because we're not capable of it. We have to come to terms with this, though. We have to, we have to get ourselves in, a, in, a, in an energetic hot spot to realize, uh-oh, I just stepped in it now. But again, now what's my next move? Do I go into recovery right now, or do I find reasons and excuses for staying in that spinning pit? Choice, the choice is ours. And we need you to get to a place where you can actually see where you are in the game of things. We talked about knowing your position and the positions of the dark team. This is knowing where your position in position is within the ascension game. And if you are making bad or unsound decisions, there's going to be disarray, fractures, gaps in your program. Confusion. You're going to have pain. You're going to experience things such as a twisted knee. You're going to fall and hurt yourself. You're going to have frequent headaches. This is going to include anyone who has a nervous system or an autoimmune disorder. I was riddled with those before I came online, before I started figuring out things. I had rashes. I lost half, half my hair. I had eczema most of my life. Until you get your meat suit in alignment, your body is going to vibrate in a way that is trying to get your attention. So if you have emotional issues such as depression, anxiety, irritability. Irritable bowel syndrome? That too. Anything that's irritated, it's a problem. If you have the notion to be one of the uh, storytelling syndrome, as we like to call it, where you need to get hits from people so they feel sorry for you, where you give excuses, where you don't have to rise like everyone else. And we hold this bar very strong when it comes to our private and our public members that we have in our channels. And we often will see this with parents, specifically single parents, where they blame their children. 
We see people who are in bad relationships blaming their partners. We see people who blame their parents for their childhood or their continued strained relationship that they have. They don't even realize that they're attaching and connecting to these people. They're actually connecting their children with a cord to the situation. We're creating energetic transactions, debits from others' accounts for the reasons we're a failure. Oh, and these other ones that we're blaming, they're paying. We have to stop cross transacting. That's, that's not your lane. And your little ones don't have the ability to say, hey, stop making me pay for your excuses. When you say, oh, I need this, or I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mother of two. I, I am a single mom. You can tell even how people say it. They're looking for a deposit. We encourage you not to feed these ones. They need to learn that you are not their source of energetic hits, sources. And as long as we go around feeding one another, we're not serving one another. This is going to be a big message that's going to be coming through here today. Here's some more. The amount of physical conditions that you have and their severity is a reflection of how many problems you have. This is another thing. If you are riddled with pain, you've got problems. You are out of alignment. You are not in sync with your flow. You are not where you're supposed to be in life. You're not learning what you're supposed to be learning. It's, it's that simple. And too many problems means you're in a state of disharmony. You are vibrating in a state of disorder. You're out of order. Hear that. Which is another word for chaos. And so should things out of order be helping anything? Think about that. Do you want someone in that state helping you, more importantly? <laughs> mm, you know what? Thank you, but no thank you. So this is what we're encouraging, loved ones. Only share the victories that you have once you have enough in the bank to control and restore the balance in others. What does that mean? So I've quoted scripture here with this particular verse that speaks to a drowning man can't save a drowning man, right? It's, it's chaos for both, and you'll actually both go down quicker. What if we just came to a realization, though, hey, wait a minute, what if, what if I'm not drowning? What if, what if I'm actually in a little kid's pool, and I stand up, and the water is only as deep as my knees? Oh, uh. what if I found some substance or a rock to stand on? More scripture. Now extend a hand, because you, you just had a victory. You overcame. You found some personal growth somewhere. You transmitted something of light and beautiful beautifulness rather than just more energetic cords and anchors and more just i'm gonna drag everybody down with me so the overcoming overcome for yourself now reach out with both hands when you're no longer drowning you're what you're happy the moment you're happy it's infectious others pick up on it read it well they want it they actually want to be around you it's contagious. yeah see oh we haven't talked about that on this no, we haven't program read. Take all the con words, get rid of the C-O-N and put I-N. Mm, feels so much better. Instead of confuse, put infuse. See, just anyway. So 
overcoming is the key here. And we learn this through our own personal growth and development. Again, through a lot of these experiences and in history and cords and anchors that we bring with us. But this is where we need to start dealing with these things. And this is where the little you's slash little we's, all of us, we together, uh, <laughs> we're finally getting to we's a, of many kinds. <laughs> we're finally getting to a place where we can transmute that energy, put it back to where it's supposed to go, and we're gonna restore the order. We found it. It's all here, it's right at our fingertips. Okay, so loved ones, I want you to hear this story. I did my best to bring this in for spirit, but it was just so such a good visual so that we can just really see what we're running around doing, thinking we're doing something when what we're actually doing. So I want you to imagine we're all going down on a plane. It is lights are flashing. The rows are going. The oxygen masks have fallen. The air's coming out, but the stewardess is the stewardesses and the captain. They're laughing and they're dismissing any concern regarding the extreme flight conditions. They're assuring the passengers that this is perfectly normal and not to concern themselves with putting their oxygen masks on. They saturate the plane with announcements on the PA and on the TVs on board that everything's perfectly normal. You're free to walk about the plane. And they distract the passengers with free booze and unlimited movies and games, noting these prices are subject to change and without notice. Permission is granted in this scenario for those insisting on putting on their ox oxygen mask. However, Extra praise and recognition is given to those who are constantly sharing their oxygen mask and never using it for themselves. This, of course, to promote more confusion, more weakness, and a survivor's state throughout the cabin. Passengers are allowed to practice healings on one another during this emergency. And more emphasis and alkalades are given to those who strictly give and share from their mass only and never take a hit from others. We got sisters doing Reiki in the far side of the cabin. We got others doing yoga over here, teaching breathing techniques as the plane's going down. Just breathe. And everyone's exchanging mass. All the teachers, especially, they, they just, they never take a mask. Now, I have to hold one moment here. This is one thing they wanted to emphasize is the teachers on the plane that are giving and interchanging and coordinating, they're actually saying, the mass between healings. They're never getting what they're giving. As a healer, usually you get, it's a healer high. But that is becoming more and more diminished. And you may have noticed that if you're a healer and there's a reason for it. And we're going to explain coming up. And how do you know if you're one of these healers? You're always tired after. If you're someone's source, you're going to be exhausted after any exchange, after any transaction with them. And this also includes how people will feel after being with you 
if you take too much. So getting back to the plane scenario, extra messages are focused throughout the plane for parents to pay extra time and attention to applying their mass to their children and demanding parents to never, or actually, sorry, pardon me, asking them to apply their masks to children and demanding parents, they said. This ensuring all these passengers never have to rise to their own oxygen masks. That's huge. When you feel that you are the source of someone, you constantly are supplying them, and you have demanding parents, and you choose to every time give them this transaction, it ends up in these ones never have to doing the work. Why do they have to work? You're doing it for them. Why do they have to learn it? So this is why, again, compassion, loving your brother, it doesn't work in this scenario. This is a scenario we're in. It doesn't save or fix anything. Not under these conditions. We will show you what will. So this is why attachments are such a huge trap, loved ones. It keeps you, I think I got a slide for this. Oh, no, I don't. It keeps you disconnected, first of all, from source. Number one, you're not feeding from where you should be. It keeps you separated, fragmented, and dismembered, also known as disassembled, from yourself. It creates dysfunctional forms of feeding off of others to get energetic hits. And it encourages helping others at the cost of yourself. That whole, oh, take the shirt off my back. Why? No. Now you don't have a shirt. That doesn't help the situation. We have to teach people how to get their own shirts instead of just passing things around. So we have to stop healing one another from a bleeding standpoint. Stop. This is why we're saying sit your ass down. Put your oxygen mask on. Get your head straight. You have everything at your seat that you need. First of all, you got a seat. That's going to help you get centered. You got a seatbelt that's going to ground you. Who knows? You might have a juice box, some pretzels, some cookies. You're going to be okay there. It's a great place to start. Basics. This is why when you come to the realization you're just at the back of the plane and you need to get to your seat, focus on getting to your seat. Don't worry about grabbing everyone with you. That delays Get to your seat. They will learn by your example. They will learn by how you're coming into sync, your calmness. That's why children are attracted to it. So are animals. We have to start calling back our power, our cords, loved ones. Remembering we're meat suits, we're holograms, we're projections. Spirit said, you are a project emitting energy. <laughs> you're a product of light. Spirit said, remove the meat suit. You're just a bunch of vibrating light codes. They showed me the vision of these codes streaming through people. And we're going to share some visuals so that you can see where your light code is. So the message here is, in summary, in regards to 
our problems. So we're attaching too much to each other's faces. We need to actually start seeing. And you're going to notice when we say see, we don't go like this. We go like this. Start seeing who and what the players are in your play. What positions they're playing for you. What energies they're holding. What soul agreements and lessons they're teaching you. And stop taking things personally. Stop getting your feelings hurt. Feelings are three D. 3D, they're, help, they're meant to help you navigate to 5D, which means you're not going to have a whole bunch of emotions in 5D. You're just going to be in a state. It's not going to be erratic. So start seeing yourselves and people in code, in colors, in light. What was the word? that It was the light. Quotient. Mm, that was a new word that came to us just before class. And some codes are just different from others. They are, some of your codes are more compatible with other codes. Ones that don't have a lot of light, that don't have a lot of color or codes in them, if you do, you're not gonna really mesh very much with them. And so noticing your light codes, and realizing that you can get drained. You can absorb them. It just depends on if you're wanting to deflect them, what your intentions are. When you start to get in touch with energy and this light and this, these abilities for it to change your emotions, your mood, you're going to start making better choices. And I just want to interject here for a quick second. You'll notice loved ones, light by itself and its raw form, it's pretty much invisible. We don't actually see it. We see it hit something and then reflect back. So when the light hits you with its coding, what are you reflecting back out there? Okay, so we're gonna move into these light codes a little bit more. And I was, I just wanna explain first of all the vision that I was given and they showed me a being and they just literally removed the light coat. And I, the, the codes flow from vertically, top to bottom. And some codes, it was like, foo, 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 foo. that was kind of what I saw. And then they showed me another screen where these ones were going a lot faster. There's a lot more color. There were codes that were joined together. And then the third one that I saw was very stream in flow in an alignment. And so when I, oh, I always share my visions with Darren and then I'm like, okay, now draw it. And well, of course he took it to the complete next level. Well, okay. If we have, if we're talking codes, codes is a language, but if you don't have the code, you kind of can't read it. And believe it or not, these are actual Egyptian hieroglyphs. Interesting word here where we're talking about hieroglyphs. We got, you know, hair or air or higher, air to the estate mixed into this symbology. I thought that was kind of interesting again. But so again, we're looking at a bunch of symbols and we all should know what these mean, right? We, no. all, we, we all went to school. I mean, look, they're just codes. It's So you're going to start to see here what we're trying to lay down is 
there's going to be specific codes for specific things. And until we actually understand or understand what these codes are, you can look at an image and go, yeah, I see some pretty pictures, but I don't know what any of that means. You can miss your messages. So this is why your light mission here on Earth Schools to acquire and sort as many light codes and colors as possible in your being. There you go. Exposure. Again, we hear of UV exposure, sun exposure. Exposure is a good thing. We're going to need it for us to be able to develop this intuitive skill that we're going to need here very shortly. And as a matter of fact, most of us are already practicing it. So here's stage one. This might be your light code. There's just a few of them. They're no particular order. There's a state of confusion. It's scattered. There's little to no codes and very, like I mentioned. When I look at this, is uh, the first thing I think of is, okay, oh, where do you start? <laughs> at least you got something to work with. <laughs> now, let's talk about stage two. So start to see and feel the energy of moving up in your awareness. Stage two is the beginning of waking up and becoming aware. You start to connect dots or you connect your codes and these synchronicities. In this phase, you start, you learn how to polish yourself, defrag, and something you call a, a recalibration stage. So every time, let's just say, or you know, for the sake of argument, talk about a piece of machinery. If a machine, a piece, a piece of machinery suffers a, a, a breach or a a blown bearing or something of this nature and things internally kind of sort of combust a little bit you got to go in and repair well while you're repairing you're going to recalibrate everything to make sure it's running at least as good if not a little bit better you know if you're putting in aftermarket parts you're going to get better than the manufacturer's suggested performance kind of what upgrades is all about so having said the word upgrades when we start upgrading our codes again keeping in mind everything being organized and kind of put into alignment, feeling the flow of things. It's not, it's not so scattered. It's not so confusing. It's starting to develop a little bit of a rhyme or reason, or we can feel there's something happening here. Momentum. Momentum. There you go. Stage three. So as you can see now, all these codes are running in order. They're aligned. They're already calibrated. So you can still see loved ones. We're, we're still, we're seeing an image kind of take shape, but we still are missing parts and pieces. Again, this doesn't tell me anything until I know what some of the values of these symbols are. Speaking of which, let's break the code. You start putting these letters to symbols. What's it say? Oh, yeah. Now look, now we can actually read this thing. As soon as it's interpreted by another source. So what we're suggesting here is let the interpretation happen through your exposure. To the light, have an open mind, have an open heart. And once you start seeing the code, and we've spoken to this about equity eyes, well, there's spiritual eyes as well. And when you can start seeing, you start bringing order to your chaos, to your problems. You can start deciphering your messages. You can see the bigger picture. You cannot stay so centered and absorbed in your oneness. There's a much bigger picture and role to be done here. So these are the layered wisdoms when it comes to this stage, this stage three. And I'm just going to go back to it here. Sorry. 
So stage three here, this is all about getting to the place where we can manage our meat suits. This is about processing. Like I said, I was challenged today in all of this. Every technology problem we could have had, locked out of things, you name it. But it's just, I could feel the trigger. I could feel the ruffling. It's, it's what I call, it's the stir. And I've got to a place where I've trained myself, where when I get to that, I'm like, it just means I'm relying on myself. Anytime I get stirred about doing something, I'm relying on myself. Back off. I'm not doing this. Let the flow start happening again. In the flow, you have clarity. And in the flow, you have trust. You trust yourself. You trust source. There's more time. I'm like, well, it has to happen. This is what I always say. <laughs> it has to happen. And it always does. Darren actually says, look, honey, we had one minute to spare. <laughs> Thanks. Literally, that's how spirit in 5D, they, they're all about the present and they're all about last minute. So if you like to get things done early, it won't happen where you're going. Everything is about staying in the moment. And in this state, this stage, the way you learn changes. You don't have to learn through traditional 3D ways anymore. You don't need the physical experience of your storms. It's not necessary. There's, if, if you're one of those ones who gets disturbed or depressed and you have to go for a three-day emotional underground bender to get your shit together, to get your feelings together, this is a reflection of your alignment. It should not be taking three days. There, you have, there's skills and, and tools you can learn where you can feel it and auto-adjust immediately. It's your choice, though. Some like three-day emotional benders. But at this stage, you're using tools, spiritual tools, your wings, your skills to be able to mind and ma manipulate your words and what the, the energy you are imprinting and projecting to the world and others. Manipulation is not a bad thing when used for good. This helps you take control of yourself, your surroundings, your play, your life. And becoming in sync and flow getting your physical being lighter, this is so important so you don't keep going down your rabbit holes, your energy suckers. I'm even talking about that coming up. And it's from this place, this stage three, that you learn again to live present. You don't fear life anymore. Messages and wisdom comes instantly. And then it's just about, and Darren speaks to this, about staying in that flow as much as possible. Consider being happy versus not so much. What's the obvious choice? Well, for most of you, you would think it would be happy, but yet I'm going to suggest there's a lot of people that find comfort in discomfort. I know we've talked about that in the past where get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, but that's, that's to train yourself to always be able to overcome. Imagine you're always running an obstacle course. The course doesn't really change. The only thing that can change is you can get better faster and your recovery time is quicker. At some point, you're going to be able to upgrade obstacle courses. Well, again, this is where the, the, 
non-essential feeding stops. And now we can concentrate on the, on the significant portion of where we're going and how we should be doing it. So, hey, loved ones, this kind of takes staying in your own lane to a whole new meeting, doesn't it? About not smashing your carts, also known as your codes, into another. They spill over. There's, there's a contamination, an intamination. Hear that? Instead of a contamination, it's an intamination that happens. There's residue. There's side effects from this energetic, energetic transaction. So when we smash our carts or these are codes into codes that are not as aligned, there's a greater effect. That's why it's very important that we don't, um, it starts with a T, what's that? Um, not transgress, but what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's gone, but we don't step too much in. Trespass, thank you. That we don't trespass. Because we might be like, oh, I can help you. And you come and you smash your spiritual and emotional card into them. And it puts them on a trajectory because you didn't have that soul agreement with them. And it puts them further off the course. No. Just stay in your own lane. They'll see you. They'll be able to watch you. You'll start glowing. You'll be a lighthouse. So this is why minding your words, loved ones, including on how you're imprinting your energy is so important. You're imprinting the earth's grid. Do you know that? You think you wake up in a pissy mood that you're just in your own world? No, that's what you're putting out. When you know better, it, it affects the world even more. But to the point where here, here's the, here's the split on the word. You're doing it continuously. So now you're doing it continuously. So the game we know is riddled with radical viruses, programs, scattered fragments that are meant to disrupt your energy. They're meant to fragment your wiring and rip apart your makeup. To test you. And that's why it's imperative that you feed, nourish, and protect your light codes, loved ones. So you're not susceptible. You're not influenced by what gauntlet you are in right now. This one drew some pictures. Wait till you see this. You're going to be like, you know what? I'm actually just going to wrap my hands around myself and give myself a big hug and go, nice job, girl. Or high five, man. Actually, if that's where I am, I'm doing a great job. So loved ones, take a pee break. Go shake off this energy. We'll see you in five.
Okay, family, here we go. So we're going to be talking now about what is 4D. And do you notice that everyone talks about 3D? They talk about 5D, but no one really talks about 4D and what goes on there. So we're going to bring a ton of light to this realm, this dimension. Because this phase they told us is known as snakes and bridges. Remember that game as a kid, snakes and ladders? Well, instead of going up, they showed us we got to actually bridge. We got to make peace with some things in order to be able to go up. So here's the purpose of 4D. 4D is a space where you get to work out your sludge, what needs to go. It's where when spirit says you have to get lighter, these, this is the space where you get to see what that is for you, what your anchors are, what your weights are, what's holding you back, what parts of yourself and your code you have to develop, what programs have to be deleted, what belief systems are serving you versus not serving you, causing resistance, preventing your colors from being seen. Most of us are operating in black and white. This is not where we are supposed to be. And so 4D, and actually I think I just, so 4D is meant to ruffle your feathers. It's meant to piss you off. It's meant to hurt your feelings, upset you, frustrate you, irritate you. Notice it specializes in keeping you stuck in feelings on why you're right. And why your feelings, which is your problems, are everyone else's fault and not yours. 40 specializes also in reviving old wounds and emotions you haven't dealt with. This all for the purpose of bringing back your color and your light. And, you know, Darren spoke to this earlier about what is shadow work. And we're going to bring, again, some light to what shadow work is. You hear that and you're like, okay, I don't want to go back to those places in my life that were depressing. I, I moved past them. I survived. Like, what's the big deal? I don't have to go back. Well, shadow is absent light. And if you go and look up the Oxford Dictionary's version of what shadow means, it was an ominous oppressiveness or sadness and gloom. I'm like... I always like going and working, looking up the definitions of words. I'm like, I don't really know if I could say what ominous is. Well, go look up dictionary.com on what ominous means. It means indicating the nature of a future event for good or evil. It is having the significance of an omen. So think about it, the nature of an event. So if your nature is to ignore, to dismiss your shadows, your sadness, your irritations, your threats to your future. You're going to have negative and evil bad results. Now, you might not like that word, but there's good and evil. And if you are in a place of ignoring what you have to work on, you're not going to have good results. What's the opposite of that? So sit in the space of understanding 
what your choices are. This is what we're trying to express here today. But if your nature, your intent is to walk into your shadows armed with love and light, good will be the result. If your intentions are to overcome these parts of yourself, the energy will show up that's required so that you're no longer sad. You're no longer gloom, oppressed, threatened, living in a survivor state. This was a big part of my healing when I had one of my healers say, okay, so when I was in a state of having to survive, she said, okay, well, now that's over. Now what? I was like, wow, I was still jacked up, ready to fight. So that's where it's like, okay, wow, okay, that war isn't happening anymore. I don't have to put that cord out. I don't have to put that transaction in play, that war anymore. And so your nature is going to be reflective of the number of shadows that you have influencing your overall well-being. So when we look at what shadow, again, means, it also signifies there's a real thing. You can't have a shadow without the real thing. Makes kind of sense, don't you think? Uh -huh. So rather than being trapped in the shadow world, again, let's go looking for what's causing the shadow. Let's, let's get back to the fundamentalness of where we're going sideways or where we're not seeing the light. Where's this all going completely awry? Where are we choosing to dwell, as you can see from the notes here? And if you're choosing to stay in your shadows, your, your view is going to be very limited. And think of a shadow. It lacks life, light, color, definition, contour, details, everything that matters. If you saw a shadow compared to the real thing, there's just, it's hard to compare. A shadow is one dimensional. So we're talking about 3D and being crappy. Well, what's the 1D? There, that's the shadow. So we've already seeded you with the fact that right until now, we've all been playing in the shadows. We've all been working and allowing the dark team to feed off of us. And that's why spirit's all about now's the time to get lighter. We have to be, get back to the light and get lighter. We have to become real again. And so this is what your new mission is going to be, should you choose it, to focus on bringing your physical, mental, emotional side back to life. Because if you have been operating in the game as a person or you have a birth certificate, you have been living in the shadows. You are in the realm of the dead, the fake, the make-believe right now. We, we, we can't argue that. And this is why when Darren's speaking to the paperwork side of it, the remedy is not required anymore. We need you to focus on you. Invest energy and deposits on raising your vibration so that you can get to a point where you can clean your hands. So we'll just, I was going to save this for the recap for the end, but I can we touch on it again right now. I've, I've dedicated, I, I, I couldn't even tell you how many hours, days, weeks, years to get to this point now. And 
one of the first emotions I feel is this isn't just for me. It can't be. It's meant to go and forth and be with others so that they can enjoy this as well. Again, I was in a blessed opportunity to be able to chase this thing my whole life. Many of us were not. I don't have the children. I don't have the, the job. I don't have the responsibilities. I don't have any of that. I was able to just focus on this. So now it's up to me to now go and spread that. So what we're suggesting here is that I've done 99.99999% of the paperwork for everybody. So now you can initially and instantly stop worrying about it. You can go, let a little recalibration happen. You're on to the now what? We're into the position now. Okay, now let's just get you happier as fast as we can. That's literally our next move. To put to restore that life, to inject that spark, to give you a kick in the pants, to whatever it's going to take to put a smile back on your face. We can start tomorrow, well, five minutes right now, with a little bit better positioning than we did when we started this program almost an hour and a half ago. We're already in a better spot, all of us. And this knowledge and wisdom is, is going to be passed on to those who seek it so that they can also spread it. This thing was meant to grow like a garden, go figure, not decay and look like death. I think we're on the right track here. So let's give you an aerial ascension map, loved ones. Here we are. You're going to see all the storms. <coughs> okay, so yeah, we're looking down. We got the garden, we got the garden in the middle, and then we got this 4D realm that doesn't really seem to be much going on in there. But yeah, we got this 3D wasteland, and we got kind of skeletal looking guys and lots of snakes and tornadoes and people in tornadoes, it looks like. So, so you can see this 3D wasteland, the construct or the instruct that this is this is most of our position. We are fighting these things. This is where we're trying to get to. 4D. And this is why we want to introduce something called snakes and ladders. This is the bigger aerial view so that you can see, again, the garden in the middle, the 4D Graceland. We are always afforded in grace to learn and to grow and remember. And the 3D Wasteland and what that means. So let's just kind of break that down a little bit. Darren really wanted to emphasize the 3D to be able to give you some visuals to look at later when you're looking at there. No person's allowed in the garden. So you can see, again, we're all in these little vortex tornado things fighting to survive. There, that's what drowning sort of feels like right there, absent the water. And you'll notice that this, these things spin continuously. We're stepping in and out of our personal tornadoes and other people's tornadoes kind of as our life's path. That's where we were. How much peace does it look like you're going to get when you're sucked up in one of these cyclones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not fun. <laughs> Vortexes. So here's the 3D state. It's known as the void. They call it the void because it's absent light and life. Wow, I actually said light before I said life. It's absent light and life. It's black and white there. Isn't it interesting how there's actually some movies and shows out about this? The 3D is also designed for slaves. The living, the ones who have dominions, they don't, they don't reside in this world. In this world, this is for the mutated. 
the ones who have changed their molecular being, they're offline. They're unaware. They're in a daze, a confusion, a sleep, a trance. And the reason they can't get straight is because they're spinning so much. Yeah, when you can't determine a fixed point, it's hard to determine your next direction. Again, if you want to go somewhere, well, you can't determine the there until you determine where here is. You'll notice here comes first, and then you want to go there. So again, you're spinning around in this vacuum cleaner of chaos. You don't bother even trying to fix waypoints because this is just something needs to stop this thing. There's, there's no peace or calm here. We've all been here. Many of us, if not most of us, are still here. And we're going to be talking to this a little bit more as we move into the 4D grace land. Okay, so yeah, we went from wasteland where you're all just wasting time. Okay, now we're into grace land where this is essentially saying, hey, I've done some work. I've overcome a few things. I'm ready for the next challenge. And I've, I'm, 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 grabbing, I'm grabbing the ovaries or the boys and we're going for it. It takes some courage to get to Graceland. Most won't make that journey. Never mind getting to the garden in the middle. Look what's in the Graceland. We got bridges. We got little wees. We got serpents. We got cyclones. We got cyclones with eyes and a mouth all of a sudden. So these cyclones even look like they're confused. There is so much going on in this Graceland. This is where managing, centering, grounding, controlling is so, 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 so important. Oh, I want to speak to this. <laughs> this Huge. Is, this is where the bulk of this particular group, I'm just okay, sorry. This is where everyone on this particular group, they're all in the 4D right now. We're all trying to get to the garden. But you know what? Here's a little hint. We've already done the hardest part. So you see where the upside down heart? See where those cyclones on or cyclones are? That's where most of us are. You've just woken up. You're still under a bit of a trance. You're a little dizzy. You're dazed. You're a little confused. You're just waking up. You're in a bit of a foggy state of being. You're very susceptible to 3D influences in this phase. Be careful. This is why it's so important to practice basic spiritual bearings. The visual of a baby giraffe. I want you to imagine yourself as a baby giraffe when, when anyone comes out of 3D. They're like, whoa. They need to just, whoo. And this was the big vision that... This is why we had to draw this and bring this in because I was getting this vision for a very long time and it, it's kind of pr progressed as we've gone along here. But when they first showed it to me, the 4D, everything was a storm. Everything was moving around. So before we were in 3D, then we had to move into 4D and all of it was a storm. With the paperwork taken care of, whew, 70% of it is calm. And I could see a wasteland now. And I could see people standing there who were either walking towards the garden or they were just mummies. They were gone because they were lost in their own stories, their own storms. 
And this was an, an important part because before we didn't have a chance, loved ones, to get to the garden. It was, everything was about distracting us. We were spun around before we know it, we're back in 3D and we're meant to be in the garden. It was just a one whirlwind after another. Now that's calm. We can see now what's in 4D. We couldn't see what was there before. This is what's so beautiful about this. And when you are rising to these new ways of being, these new higher frequencies, more is expected of you to be able to reside in that dwelling. If you are still 3D trying to come into 4D, it's going to be violent. You're going to get your ass smacked right back to 3D. You're going to have lots of problems come up. Watch. You, you, you wait till you see what's really in these different dimensions. And this is why breath work, grounding, intentions, minding your words, minding your mind is so important. Doing meditations to be able to create that calmness. And through the calmness, we're going to be able to identify the traps, the snares, the, the pits, the serpents, the snakes. And we're going to be able to find the ladders and the bridges and the helping hand and the hugs and all that emotion that we were all yearning for our whole lives. But we couldn't all get there because we were all so scattered. And under a trance, I want you to hear that. The vision they showed me is the ones of us that were in 4D, we were just sitting there almost like shaking, like vibrating because we were lost we weren't the ones i saw weren't there they had like kind of their eyes all spinning and the reason is because they were caught up in what they had to learn in 4d and made tornadoes around themselves so this the 4d graceland there's tests and snakes everywhere loved ones is a spiritual jungle gym heads up and like Darren spoke to, there is a wasteland. Now, every you'll hear the saying, everything happens for a purpose. Mm, yes. But there's also lessons that are not necessary. You're not learning. And a wasteland is the land of the not necessary. It's attached to 4D and 3D. It's a vortex that they capture you in the wasteland of 4D and pull you back into the 3D. This is where Satan and his specialized trick masters, they draw you in. They attach you. The more they can attach you, the more they can lure you. They can bring you in, diminish your light codes as you're under your trance, not realizing you're being pulled back from the garden. This wasteland, it's, it's loaded with programs, pitfalls, pit snakes. And hear this. This was a big one. This wasteland is designed to activate for every one of you it's going to turn on once you hit certain levels in the game. So test you. The garden's meant for the best of the best. You don't get to skip over the tests and the lessons you came here to learn because you've got to be able to teach them. What good does it serve fast forwarding you into the garden when you show up with nothing to serve it? So what's the purpose of your wasteland because here's the thing my wasteland is different than your wasteland it's different than darren's 
Your wasteland is designed to distract, detain, and to suck the living life out of you. It's perfect. You need to specialize, wake up, remember, and reactivate your superpowers. And your wasteland's going to help you do that. Because if you don't have those skills, those wings, again, that's what the, the garden, the 5D is all about. And it's to test your lurability and your durability relating to any remaining attachments you have, cords that you have, belief systems that you have, that you still have attached to 3D. And one day our whole story is going to come out very shortly. And when, when you hear the different tests that have to come up where you have to just rock yourself and just... <laughs> you just have to go from ah to we it's a choice you can choose to be freaked out and rely on yourself to stop yourself which won't happen by the way to hit rock bottom never a good place you want to go but watch what happens when you shift the energy from oh my god fuck i'm losing control ah to Wee! it might sound a little fake at first it's supposed to. It's the transition. It's the alchemizing. It's the moving the energy. And then, you know what? It has to work out. It has to. Angels, you, sh this is your time to show off. Wings engage. Show me. Teach me. It's from that place you're going to learn. Not from the, uh, that's just going to bring way more. It's going to suck you into these wastelands these vortexes oh let's speak about vortexes also known as energy vampires careful you might be one of them <laughs> ask yourself who are you feeding from if you're a parent guaranteed you have a cord to your child it might not be intentional but they're a regular feeding source for parents. We put this on a record many times and we will again. And every night, if you're a parent, call back your cords from your children, please. Let them sleep soundly. We are all making poor transactions, poor energy investments. And the vortexes reflect that very quickly. Children react immediately when you're taking from their cup. Children, keep it up. It's important that they hold this energy so they can reflect to you, you're offline. Your cup is empty. You're feeding off of everything but what you should be. And warning about these vortexes that are riddled throughout 4D. It's not just for the 3D passengers, they're, they are their vortex. 3D is about seeing if you get swept into others, if you get lost in the, what you need to learn or if you just ignore it. Because vortexes, warning, whatever you feed them will immediately result in a sucking and a draining of your energy, it will, vortexes and anything related to them will always leave you tired. 
and you will always give more to them than you will ever get or give. Period. This is a big one. We're also going to speak to glass walls. We don't have a drawing for this one. But Spirit showed me those ones who have their eyes on the garden. They're walking forward. They're doing the work. They're going to meet in their little use on their bridges. All of a sudden, they hit a glass wall. But they don't know it was a glass wall. They can just feel resistance. And they can't go forward anymore. And as healers, as teachers, as the ones blazing the trails for this, it causes us to be confused, to wonder if we have our spiritual abilities anymore, to make us question and doubt if we're doing something wrong. This is a big one. This is a test from the 4D spirit. This is a, do you trust us? Do you trust that you can't understand why you're getting resistance and that you must be diverted? You're supposed to go somewhere else and to stop fighting? You're, you're like, imagine this. It's a glass wall and you can't see it. And you're just fighting and resisting. Spirit goes, no, no, no. That's not flow. So again, brothers and sisters, if you're hitting a wall, no, you're supposed to be diverted. Don't get irritated. Don't think you have a better way. You make it but this way shorter. Yeah, but you don't learn as much that way. And that wasn't the journey you planned. So how about you just kind of catch up to the program and stop bitching. Let's go. Garden's waiting. The garden's waiting for you. Are you going to go down your rabbit holes, sit there and have little tantrums and throw around dust in the wasteland? Throw it at your angels? And anyone around you adding to their storms? Are you going to stay in your home and calm them? Breathe. Calm your storms. It's very simple. They just didn't want us to know that. And here's the other thing. There's angels everywhere. All throughout 4D. Woo! Thank goodness. Oh, but here's the thing. They're there to help you, and they're there to disturb you. Now, this is going to be where some of you say, come on, that's not where, what angels do. They don't disturb you. You want to bet? What makes you worthy to command them then? The Bible speaks to this. You must be tested. You have to show you're worthy. You're entitled. And the number of angels and tests and disturbances that you have increase the closer you get to the garden. <laughs> we can testify to that. Let me tell you. But that's what it, the 4D is meant to do. You have to get lighter. You can't have any connection to the 3D. When we talk about giving away your legal interest, right, and title, all of it, this is where you need to let go of all of your 3D. If you have a love of money, not even necessarily a love of money, if you have a fear of not having it, they're saying, <laughs> that's more important than the love of money right now, they're saying, is a fear of not having it. Careful, you got some tests coming up. 
And this is why the angels have armory stations. You can go make requests for upgrades. You can ask for extra protection, extra color, agility, strength, endurance, but you must ask. They don't just go around handing them out. You have to go and ask for them. Let's speak to snakes. Well, the Bible sure talks about serpents, and it's going to allude to the fact. So the snakes are there to necessarily confuse us, to keep us unwise, without knowledge, and trusting in something that we're not supposed to. So between the wasteland and portions of Graceland here, there are snakes everywhere. We literally have to become a snake charmer, get over our fear of snakes, see the problem coming at me down the road, uh, I need to be able to deal with this right now. Because in that wasteland and some portions of the Graceland, if you just try to turn around and run, you're just facing more snakes. And you're better off now to find that power within ourselves right now to learn how to deal with these things and overcome. And again, you're not by yourself. You got your little U's slash little wees. You got a little baseball team. You can all work together to overcome way more than you think possible. And so let's talk to the light of Graceland now. And these are the bridges. So notice these bridges. These bridges are only located in 4D. They are not to be found. The, the little U healings we thought we were doing in 3D, there's a reason they didn't work. Because we weren't doing them in 4D. We weren't doing them in a dimension where we could restore order. We were doing it from a place of disorder. So do you see how the healing never happened? But once we move into 4D, there are little U bridges all over. And there are different ages of them on each bridge, depending on which one you want to go and visit and heal about yourself. And you can go to different bridges. You can jump back and forth. But once you restore the relationship of that entire bridge and all those within it, you move to the next bridge. Without snakes and pits and little skeleton scary guys and vortexes, tornadoes and all those other things, we can expedite or we can expedite this process by staying right where we need to be right now and knowing how to deal with these things. And this is why we're moving into the little you meditation. So if you jump into bridge number one, you talk to one and then you wait three weeks and go to bridge number three and talk to another. Again, the little yous are going to wait until you show up, until you mean it, until you want to ascend. And we've got some sisters that have been crossing these bridge and walking into building and restoring these relationships with themselves that have just a wealth of knowledge that they're going to be sharing with you, how you can take these things that have just hindered you for so long and walk into them with tools, with little you showing up that impart wisdom to you that just warm your heart and being where you're like, why did I avoid this? I'm so much lighter. I can breathe. I can sleep better. My High blood pressure is going down. Restored relationships within yourself is where we have to go, loved ones. And here's the thing. You build 
and restore that one bridge with all those little U's, they have the ability to create a bridge between bridges. So you don't have to go over the snake pits. You accelerate to the next level, to the next bridge. And now imagine when you just start running, you wait, who are goosies running to your bridges? Going, come on, little me's. Who's going to visit with me? Who's going to school mommy today? So I can be the best version of myself so we can get to where we want to go. Peace. Love. To have control over ourselves. Control of ourselves. It's a beautiful place where we're about to go, but we have to understand where we are in the ascension map we have healers and light workers and bless their heart who speak of being in 5d no person has ever been in 5d hear that period you might get little sprinkles of it but you're getting sprinkles of 5d from the 3d state of being Come on, loved ones, we got to give our heads a shake. You are tethered and bound to a legal dead identity. You have nothing to do with 5D. You're just blessed with angels helping you. And now they're like, develop your own wings. Now's the time. Let's go. So it doesn't matter how much you have compassion for people and love people and want to change the world. You're in the wrong place to do it. You can't help heal or do anything from the place you're at right now. The angels are doing everything. They're saying, thanks for trying. Now, please go sit in your seat. Focus on yourself. Stop trying to help and bring everyone. Do you. They will be judged. They will watch. And when inspired when drawn to give messages, do so. And you'll know when it's enough. You'll feel the disturbance. You'll go, ooh, it'll be like a little lightning bolt. Okay, and stop talking. I get them all the time. So loved ones, you're in the dark. You're just coming into 4D. You're nowhere near the garden. We're, we're learning our way there. It took us a long time and we couldn't see. For the longest time, I could not see the 4D because it was just, every time I went in, it was, I couldn't explain it. I couldn't, I, I, I didn't know what we were dealing with. It wasn't until the paperwork was done that I saw, and I could see what we're dealing with. What's there? How we can, where the, where's the garden? We know where the garden is now. We know what we have to do. We just have to get our vibration so we can get there. Don't get caught up in your storms. So, if you want to get out of the position you're in, you can't get out of it until you know where you are. It's that simple. And so, you got a glimpse. That's 4D Ascension Map. Known as snakes and bridges, loved ones. And like we mentioned, there's loved ones who are in this and have been for quite some time. And our newest members are our greatest teachers right now. Just so you know, they beat themselves up all the time. We have to remind them of you, 
only knew the space that you're holding, what you are doing, what you are learning, the knowledge, the downloads. It's inspiring to watch and we're going to start sharing it more in our elemental and please loved ones show up. If you don't find words for this, you're going to stay where you are. Let's come together. You're going to learn by sharing. Don't, don't go on long winded stories. Keep your, we like in queen school, it's five minutes tops, three to five minutes. You should be able to convey invade, pardon me, your experience within that by accurately, clearly, and equitably choosing the right words. And when you're choosing to jump on that ride, go for it. Don't hold anything back. Don't get all there and then, oh, I don't want to say that because that part's embarrassing. Or that part's just a little bit too, I can't do it. You'll feel incredibly lighter if you do. Oh, isn't that what we're trying to do? To the point where next time it comes wrong, you're like, yeah, okay. I remember a week ago when I felt like I was going to cry and I felt all vulnerable and I felt like no one's going to understand my situation, all that stuff. Rise and go for it. Next time is going to be 50% easier than right now. And then the time after that, it'll be 50% easier again. And then pretty soon you're like, well, wait a minute. Oh, I've already done most of my work. Ah, the rest is just icing on the cake. And it literally becomes enjoyable to deal with it. It's not as stressful as we were led to believe because we were taught to fear it. If you keep looking up, loved ones, and you keep doing it long enough, you're going to look down. You're going to see you're flying. <laughs> That's how it works. You want to walk into 5D or you want to fly in? It's your choice. So you can see why we had to bring this in. You had to know where you were starting from. You had to know the importance of these bridges. What's around you? That as you're walking into 4D, you're going to get tested by the angels. We all do. By Satan. By any attachments, cords, weights, anchors you have, fears, belief systems to 3D. Think of it this way. The more you're tested, that means you're that worthy to somebody. They're you're gonna, that special. You're that special. They're going to they're gonna drill you into the ground because they know you're going to rise. You're going to be stronger than you slash we ever thought we could be. That's why they're rejoicing right now. If you... Listen, not even that intently. You can hear it. You can hear the little giggles and the snickers and the hee-hee's because we're actually overcoming. We're actually getting this done. Prophecy. So, loved ones, we're going to go into part two. We'll let you know that's coming up. We've got already pre-recorded male and female meditations. They're approximately 20 minutes long. We have guidebooks that go that are already prepared and ready to go along with them so that you can document your experience. You can walk into these being intentful, being grounded, breathing, being in the right state, knowing where you are, knowing how many storms you have and how long you have to stay to get in the right state to where you want to go. Don't go to your little you in a mess. Don't you dare. She'll heal her. He or she will bitch slap you right back to where you are. If not further, they deserve you to come in aligned, dialed, centered, grounded. Loving. You, you might not have the answers. That's okay. Just show up. That's all they want. Isn't that all kids ever want? Isn't that all you want from anyone who means something to you? to show up and when you show up show up all right loved ones we love you we will see you on part two next episode okay everybody